Hey, sweetheart. I just want you to come with me and just intercede, you know, throughout the night, you know, right now, whatever you're doing. Because it's like, we don't have to understand everything. And emotionally, I'm like a little bothered, but at the same time, you know, it's always a reason for things. And I don't want to assume, but I was just informed, like, you know, New Year's service would be virtual. And also the upcoming service on the second will also be virtual. And it's a lot of changes that, you know, don't seem to be, you know, beneficial to the body, especially for the upcoming year. But God has given us pastors after, you know, his own heart. So I just give it over to God, my feelings and my emotions regarding all this change. And I just pray to God that those, whatever that's missing, lacking, and broken, you know, be fulfilled. That God receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Because a lot of things, you know, happens behind the scene that we're not aware of. And I'm not going to be in my feelings and in my emotions regarding it. Even though we don't have an explanation as to what happened or what's going on. It's just told this is going to be and that's how it is. And we okay with it. But there are so many people who's not spiritually, you know, grounded as you and I. And we can remember what that feels like. And was really dependent on going in the house. Even accepting the fact that we're not coming in the year together. But they still was going to come between the hours of seven and nine. And there are so many people I can feel in my heart and in my spirit that didn't want to have that free time because a lot of people don't trust themselves, you know, when it comes to their spiritual walk because they're afraid of going backwards. And they're not as confident as, you know, they ought to be at the time. And they was looking to spend a new year in the house of God rather than being other places. And now that that's not available, now it seems as if, you know, other things are available that they didn't want to be available unto them. So let's also keep people in prayer in that area too, sweetheart. I love you so much. I thank God for you. Lift up every pastor all across the world that God received the glory on and praise. I cannot be quick to feel any kind of way or make any assumptions. That's not what I do. But I do want you to just, you know, come to an agreement with me and lift all these things up before God. Even when it comes to the sound system, lift it up before God. Even when it comes to Wednesday services, lift it up before God. Even the pre-recorders, lift it up before God. That we continue to be available, continue to be hungry, continue to be revived before God. Continue to lower ourselves that, you know, God be exalted and continue to put others before ourselves, never to grow weary and good and, you know, doing good. And I thank God for it because we don't have to know all the answers. We lean not to our own understanding and it's nothing like not knowing the other side of what's happening, but making assumptions. And then you found out the truth and you'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was all like that, you know? So instead of all of that, I just lift it up before God 
because I was like, wow, okay, no service also on the second on January. Okay, that's fine. Okay, it's no all night prayer. I mean, it's no coming for an hour to pray as we intercede while we end the fast. Okay, that's fine. It's okay. You know, it's it's okay to for a shift to take place, but it must be with purpose. Hallelujah. Every change I put my heart, you know, in your hands, God. I put my trust in your hands, God. Regarding all of this, this entire upcoming year, I put in your hands, God. That nothing missing, nothing be lacking, and nothing be broken. Father, every member in the congregation, God. All the leaders, all the deacons, all the ushers, all the ministers, all the elders. I lift it up before you, God. That we continue to serve. Lord God, serve and serve well. We thank you, Father, so much. And I come against anybody whose heart is feeling broken right now regarding this news, who feel troubled. I pray that no one turn away and, and, and try to plant themselves where you didn't plant them, Father, to go elsewhere because they are disturbed. I pray, Father, continue to be rooted and grounded where you want them to be planted because that's the only way they will flourish. Christ, you are the vine and we are the branch. We continue to allow you to lead. You are the dwelling place. You know, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And God has shown me Omega symbol, the end. This is the best part. So I don't know what's going on, but I lift it up before you, God. I trust my pastors. I love my pastors. We are all human. We are. There are things that they do that I don't agree with. And it could go the other way around. But it's all unto the glory, unto you. Because all the glory, all the honor, all the praise belong to you. Regarding our personal feelings or our personal affairs. You receive all the glory. You receive all the honor. But God is putting in my heart that many people are saddened by this news. Because first it was like all the technical difficulties then change up the service times, then all the repeats. And people feel like, you know, what's the point of tuning in if we just keep doing the same things, hearing the same things, and then, you know, cancellations and, you know, no live services. It's all pre-recording a lot of times, you know, and a lot of people feel in ways, you know, like they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel valued, you know. They don't feel like, you know, they're part of the congregation without knowing what's going on in the congregation. I lift that up before you too, God. And there are those who just take advantage of the pandemic, you know, making up excuses as to why they don't want to do what they never really wanted to do all along. You understand, sweetheart? I lift all that up before God, you know, because at, when I first heard it, I was a little bothered. Yes, I, matter of fact, thank you, Father. I was a lot bothered. And I have all the right to be bothered. Because we're not here for ourselves. And we cannot set aside time for ourselves, what we think is best for ourselves or our family. When God already set everything up before us, we don't have to try to set it up ourselves. We are in ministry. There are people who need God in us. And we have to take it very seriously. Look how many people have been turned away because there are no services. For this congregation. You understand. Many are not knowing what to do. 
Because it never happened before. And there can never be a reason good enough to say the doors are not opened upon anybody. And that's real talk. Real talk. Because just to hear seven and nine, that was troublesome enough. What? What's the point of going all the way out there and be there for about half an hour because you're going to be stuck in traffic and it's only for two hours? Now it's all virtual. And it's not just this location. It's the entire VC of my family. And I'm saying this to you, sweetheart. We cannot be upset. No, we cannot. We don't have to know everything that's going on. But it goes towards the entire family. Hallelujah. And I thank God that I fell all the way back in the area of my feelings. No matter how true they are, we still humble ourselves. Hallelujah. And we go before God regarding everything. Hallelujah. So Father, I give it all over to you. You be glorified. You be glorified. You be glorified. We need you. This is the new year. The upcoming new year. And we're going to start off. Nevertheless, not our will, but thy will be done. Be it unto us according to thy word. And now is the time. Now is the time for you to be glorified, Father. Now is the time. I lift up my pastors and every pastor that we continue, you know, to be planted. And they continue to feed your sheep. Continue to feed your sheep. And if there's anything that's in their path... We lift it up right now and intercede on their behalf. I'm not the one to continue to have anything to say that's not positive. Nothing to say negative. And I thank you, Father. We continue to be positive. You know, see the good in everything. Make the best of everything. We're under their leadership. And what they say, that's what we follow. Hallelujah, sweetie. I love you, my love. I thank God for you, my love. Yeah, I got this um, aromatherapy, like it's essential oil diffuser. And I got peppermint, no, spearmint um, oil mist going in the air. It smells very minty in here, very refreshing. Yeah, I want to save my lemongrass for you. I want you to smell that. You're going to really like the lemongrass. It smells really refreshing. Yeah, our life together would be so smooth because it's all God step by step. But a vow I make to you for his ministry unto the Lord, we will always be faithful. We would not do anything without God having us to do so. 
We would not put ourselves before other people's personal needs, spiritual needs. We're not going to, like for example, God put in the desire of my heart to have kids. And I only thought it would just be my son. But God had other plans. You think God going to have me to go to this country and, and not have time for my kids? God would never, ever have me to neglect our children. Never. Never have me to neglect you or you neglect me. No one would be neglected. God already have it already set up. We just got to continue to follow his plans and see it through and not our own way. We're not going to determine whether it's time for us to go on vacation. No, God allow us to know when it's time to do everything. Because we are in ministry. We're not here for ourselves. Even though we benefit being here. But the real benefit is the soul coming back to the Father. And think how many souls that were going down the altar that night that won't be available that night in person that night because most people would like to be in person and not through a computer screen. You understand? So sometimes we have to, you know, really, really evaluate the situation to lower ourselves for God to be exalted. No matter what our personal feelings and needs are. Hallelujah. It's not personal. It's not business. It's spiritual. And that goes for all of us. I start with myself with you, sweetheart. Ministry is first. Always. Always. Personal things with me and you enjoyment. That comes after the fact. I know I talked to you about things about, you know, following you around. And, you know, I may do that sometimes. But it ain't going to be, you know, disturbing. No, I'm, I'm, play, I'm playful with everything. But when it comes to ministry, you already know what time it is with you and I. You already know what God going to use us to do. You already know he's using us now. You already know. You don't play when it comes to the gospel. You already know I'm available to go wherever God sent me. God put the wealth in my hand, put the wealth in your hands. We're not going to change for the worse. We're not going to consider it to be our money. It's the Lord's money. Whatever he wants us to do with it. And whatever he say keep for us, that's what we do for ourselves. And our family. You understand? I know you do. I just want you to lift that up in prayer. I didn't mean to mention the name of the house on here, but I'm talking to you. It's okay. No one hears this but you. You know, I'm not on here to be venting. I'm just on here for you to pray with me. I used to vent, and I really feel in my heart today to not, never vent to anyone ever again. Because venting is actually expressing how you feel negatively. And if you pay attention to that and, you know, entertain that, then you're going to stop feeling negative. And I just thank God as of right now, no more venting for me. If I'm going to talk about anything, I'm going to talk about positive things. Because that changes things. 
You know, in this time, we call things that be not though it were. So if I want to call things forward, I'm going to watch what I say. I'm not going to entertain the things that I don't no longer want to see. It's going to cause it to linger around and stay. Because if you resist the enemy, he has to flee. So just stand in, stand in agreement with me that, you know, God be glorified. Lift up our pastors right now. Father, you be glorified. We thank you for pastors of your own heart. We thank you for your covering over them and their families. Continue to use them to be a blessing unto us and continue to feed us and impart into our lives as we go out to win souls for the kingdom. I love you, sweetie. Yeah, I, I really, really love you. I was really looking forward to, you know, fellowshipping, you know, in the body, even though for two hours, you know, I was really looking forward to seeing you too. Honestly, I was. And I won't be seeing you. No. It's okay. Yeah. Because I have you for a lifetime. And this is our season and time this year. Yeah, I'm excited. You have my kids. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> and bring forth these kids. <laughs> yeah. I can see so much in the future. I can see you holding our child. Mm-hmm. Your first child. Yeah. You look amazing. I think we want to give you another one right after that. Mm-hmm. You're sexy. I love to see you smile. I haven't had a conversation with you in years since the choir days. And I mean face-to-face encounter. I haven't had no conversation with you. You didn't have locks in your hat. You had a ponytail. So imagine how long ago that was. <laughs> and here I am having the next conversation I have with you will be the time for, you know, you and I to begin our journey together receiving a full manifestation and to look you in your eyes oh god I'm smiling now you're not even here <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you father I'm okay god know how much I wanted to see you and he knows how much I love coming to church and then the following Sunday going to be close too and I was like, wow, next time I'll be in the house is on the 9th. And that's even if we be there on the 9th. I really want to see you. I really be feeling like, you know, the enemy is trying to keep you from me. I was like, am I ever going to see him, Father, again? That's how I be feeling, but I know I will. But I'm just like, dang. And God's like, no, I got this. You got to remember... Remember what I'm using you to say to others. Yeah, remember yourself too. This word apply to you too. What did you say? What did you say to him and the other, you know, the other listeners? What did you say? And I say, Father, you're right. Nothing marks you by surprise. If it's happening, it's because you allow it to. You're setting us up to prosper. Oh, I see you. 
Yeah, angels, I love you. Oh, God. All the archangels have a beautiful personality. Raphael is very expressive, very affectionate. Michael is very, you know, he's funny, very serious. And um, he's funny and serious at the same time. He knows when to be funny and when to be serious. And Raphael, you know, he's just so affectionate. And a lot of times he show up, we're not even aware he's there. When Michael show up, Michael let it be known, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm letting you know it's about to go down. He's so fired up. And Gabriel, he comes to release new beginnings. Had an encounter with your family member today. And I had that on the last recording. I took it off. But God said, I must share with you. I had an encounter. This man show up with this suit on. This brown and it's like a striped suit. It's a three-piece suit with this hat. Dark-skinned man. You know, not too slim, you know. And he came with, you know, two suitcases. And I didn't give him a good welcome because I was crying. I was afraid he was here. I was like, why is his family members coming on my end? And God granted him favor to come and sit with me. He wanted to release a covering over me. He didn't release the covering yet. But until then, he's here with me, off and on, you know. Very funny man, very charming. And guess what? I was like, you, you look like, were you a pimp in the earth? Because you look like a pimp. Who says that? But I, I mean, I wanted to know who looked like a pimp. Because you notice how the pimps used to dress like that back in the day. And he was like, no, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't that. I was a complete opposite of that. He said, I'm a family man. He smiles a lot. And I said, God, you sent him to my bedroom. And God said, no, he asked to come. He asked to come. Because you're so special. You are very, very special. And he asked to come. And he bought suitcases, sweetie, which means I'm going to be there for a while. I was like, wow. I know that when you first heard me talk about your grandmother, I know you was like, what? Like... (laughs) I don't know how I would have took that if you would have said that to me. I mean, I would have been like, I would have cried. Yeah, because my grandmother, she went home when I was, you know, nine. So I would have, I would have really broke down. Yeah, I would have been wondering what is she saying, what is she doing. I mean, what? I mean, what? What? I would have wanted to know what. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. My family members, they visit in different ways. But you're the one, I only encountered two, your grandmother and this man. And this man, 
they come and want to meet me personally. Like, they want to sit and, and just be around me. And he was like, your family. Your family. I was like, thank you so much. He said, your family. Your family. He's an older man. And the way how he dressed is like, it's a three-piece suit, you know? The blazer, the vest, the pants, they're all the same color and it's all the same pattern to go with the hat. It's all brown, you know? Very funny, very charming, very, you know, patient. And I was like, you know, what are you doing here sort of thing? He was like, he looked at me like, okay, that's your welcome? <laughs> no. I had to ask him to forgive me because I didn't, I was like, why are you here? I kind of freaked out a little bit. Yeah. Because I didn't know who he was at first. So he introduced himself. They never give me any names. No names. They never give me any names. <laughs> no. God. No names. I'm going to look up this name. This is not his name, but he's giving me a name. He gave me a name, Mario. And he wants me to look up the name Mario. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to look it up. But that's not his name. Mm-mm. Want me to look up that name he just said? Mm-hmm. What does that name mean? Sweetie, it's amazing how this is happening like this. Yeah. I would want to hear more if it was my grandparents talking to you. But everybody is different. But what I do make this request known to you, this not to be broadcast. No, don't broadcast this. I'm talking to you. You know? For this man to ask God to come and sit with me and release a covering over me and consider me being a family member. He has to be an amazing person. He said he's charming. He's a very, he's charming. Excuse me. He's charming. Yes, <laughs> sweetheart. I held you long enough, my love. Yeah. <laughs> God keeps showing me doors. It was a red door, then a white door. Now it's a, you know, a wooden brown door. Yeah. All of it means new beginnings, protection. Yeah. But this man is here. Oh, God. 
Oh, God. I don't even know what to think about things like this. God says, it would be strange if it was demonic. No one departs their body and roam around the earth like a zombie. Out of your body, you enter my presence and my kingdom. In order for someone to come around you, I have to send them. Be glad, be honored, receive the favor to have these encounters that many would love to have, even in your family, sweetie. And yet, I don't even know him and he's here. You know how many would love to have your grandma? She probably do. I'm just saying as an example, would love to see your grandmother now. And I mean, you know, from the kingdom, show up. It came to me. They see a lot that I don't see. I have a flower thing on my head. I don't know what the name of it is. It's like a flower reef. I don't know what the name of it is. God said you are dressed up according to your heart. Many are touched because of your heart. It's your heart, your heart. You have a good heart. Your heart makes you look so rich. Because you are rich. You are rich in love. You are rich in joy. You are rich in peace. I wish you were here, sweetie, to encounter this with me. And when I do come with you and go home, you know, you're going to encounter it with me. If you're not already. Because you must see this. And this man seems like he's going to be here for a minute. Off and on, like, you know. I love that. At first I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I was kind of like a little upset. And that's and he was like, that's a welcome. And, it, and I had to really check myself. Oh my God, I'm being rude. Who are you? What are you doing here? It's okay. Yeah, I love you. You're my sweetie. Yeah, just keep praying for me that I, you know, these encounters I've been having, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I miss you. I'll see you soon. Trust me. I'm marrying you this upcoming year. Yeah. <sighs> Let me just say it like this. Father, be it unto me according to that word. Yeah. Let me say it like that. Because I can't make no commands and demands. But I can declare decree that God, your will be done. And then through my life, I can do that. That sounds a lot better. Hallelujah. I can't tell God what he's going to do. I can expect God to move how I want him to move. You understand? I love you. 
sexy pleasure mm, you are pleasure yeah pleasurable yeah I love you thank you for just being so gentle with me emotionally mentally physically and spiritually you are very gentle thank you I never had anything that you're bringing my way before I'm so glad it's you yeah God had me move out of this place because you know between you and me I was in an abusive relationship my son don't even know he just saw the verbal part about it he never really saw the physical part of it and I covered up some places in here where you know like I you know things happened and God was like no because sometimes sweetheart I sometimes I could walk past the living room and look in there to make sure that no one's in there you know when I'm in the bathroom I thinking that you know I see him and I don't because I became very afraid due to the verbal the physical abuse sexual abuse there was a lot of abuse even sexually yeah yeah and I think God is over yeah taped up a lot of that patched up a lot of <laughs> things you know <laughs> in here on the walls you know God <laughs> I'm so glad that that's over I thought I was stuck in it Because I know marriage is final. But when it's not of God, it's not of God. You know? Glory to God. Yeah. So thank God that I'm not afraid anymore. No. Before my divorce, I stood up. I was like, look, this ain't happening no more. You know? I stood up for myself, make a long story short, not to talk about it. I stood up for myself. And when I stood up for myself, then the person backed down. So you were a quote, unquote, acting like a punk all along. Messing with innocent women and not even... Close to being bold enough to step to a man, but you want to beat on women. Come on, somebody. I just thank God. This. Yeah. I thank God that I didn't have to do anything physically to protect myself, you know. I thank God that it's over. God had him to walk away. 
and move on. And we both wanted it. So excited about that. Enough of that. The reason why I brought that up because God is answering the reason as to why he get me out of here. You're not going to start the new year with old memories. Being in a place where you were not supposed to be. And I thank God for that favor. Yeah. I thank God so much for that. No more of that. No more fighting. No more being put down. No more verbal abuse. You know? No more sexual abuse. I'm glad that's over. So glad it's over. Thank you for being gentle with me. I never experienced gentleness before. I never experienced someone loving me before. The opposite gender, other than, you know, outside of family, let me say that, other than family. I never experienced it. Everything who you are, I never experienced before because it wasn't you. And now I have you. I have you. Oh God. I'm starting to prophesy to myself a lot. I already have you. But I'm ready to have you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to give you your child. And then the next one. And then the next one. Yeah. You okay with that? You ain't no choice. You're not going to be off of me. You're not going to stay away from me. No. <laughs> no. Hallelujah. I love that you have eyes for me. And only me. Mm-hmm. So do I. Only you. Yeah. I want you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, let me get off of here. Yeah, I'm in love with you. I have to lay down. Yeah. I'm so in love with my sweetie. I'm trying to music up. I'm about to get off here. Greater is he who's in us. He's in the world. Let's intercede for you know, continue to intercede for our spiritual leaders. Yeah, especially our pastors. God be glorified. Mm. I love you, sweetie. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to come home. Yeah. Just want to lay in the bed with you. Yeah. Just dive in the bed. I'm not loud. No. <laughs> I'm quiet. Yeah. But it's just you. Mm-hmm. And you about to have, you know, your life added. Yeah. Two people. Mm-hmm. They did more. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you to have your, your children. Even though you're a great stepfather, I know that. But I'm glad to give you your kids. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I want all your children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to a stop. Mm-hmm.
Okay. You okay with that? <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> it is written. <laughs> I love you. Mm, I like to get started. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> I just know. Greater is he. No, I want to keep talking. No, greater is he. No, I want to keep talking. So greater is he. Who's in us? Who's in the world? Mm. I see a gold crown. Mm. I love you, sweetie. Mm -hmm. I love you.